We made USAA insurance for veterans like James. When he found out how much USAA was helping members save, he said, It's time to switch. We'll help you find the right coverage at the right price. USAA. What you're made of, we're made for. Restrictions apply. Who are you? Tom Peterson, co-host. You're Dean Foster, last I checked. That's me. Oops. Your culture's showing. Yeah. Again? Wow. You're going to have to figure this one out. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Okay, so this leads us all to talking to you about uh, the islands of Iceland. Dean, you've been to Iceland. I have, indeed. And also, we're talking about Malta. Those are different places, right, Also visited and and did work there. Okay. All right, good. Met with the Maltese. Yeah, okay. Stole the falcon. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we we know it got put back. It Um, got put back. I would never keep it. (laughs) And and the impacts of being islands like that and being located where they're located, those types of things are important aspects of what takes place on an island, right? Uh, uh, Yes, and and important reasons for the culture that developed in both islands in both very different, unique ways. Okay. Oh, you know, speaking of people out on a remote island somewhere, there's also our producer, Torin, who is actually in studio with us today, although we do have him seated under a blanket. And we just say, yes, <laughs> we just, we don't want to have to look at him. That's the whole thing. So <laughs> he's way off in the corner. Well, don't worry about it being too warm over there. We're all already depressed. It's starting to get colder. That's where we are, and that's what we're doing, and that's what we're going to be doing in this podcast. While listening to this, you may think, hey, you know, I wonder, well, if you have a question like that and want to ask us, there's a couple of ways you can do it. One would be through email, which is oopscultureshow at gmail.com. That's O-O-P-S, cultureshow at gmail.com. And then there's also our handle on Twitter, which is Oops Culture Show. That's O-O-P-S Culture Show. I know, I know. It's not original, but but it works. Okay. So I throw on a t-shirt, first one out of a drawer, and it's it's my it's my Reykjavik t-shirt. Because I have a um sort of like a, a little habit when I travel, if I'm in a place I've never been to before, uh-huh. I pick up a t-shirt. That, okay. That reminds me of the of that place. So when I was in Iceland, I got a Reykjavik T-shirt. Okay. And right underneath the Reykjavik T-shirt in the drawer was my Malta T-shirt. Okay. At, because when I was in Malta, I got a Malta T-shirt. Certainly not geographical, but 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 probably helpful for you in the in the drawer. Both in the European region. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. So my question was, my dilemma was. Do I wear my Walt, my Malta shirt, my Walter shirt? Well, my Malta but Walter shirt. wants it back. By the way, he he mentioned that to me. <laughs> Actually, I didn't get it in Malta. I got it at Walter's house. Did you? I, I saw it and I liked it so much. Well, I, I think just, Walter is from Malta, I lived isn't he? It. Walter, is it Walter from Malta. From Malta? Yes. <laughs> so the question was: Do I wear the Malta shirt or the Reykjavik shirt? Mm, my gosh! But I put on the Reykjavik shirt because, and yes. here's where it gets here. To it is. My Drum depression. roll, please. Because, because the days are getting shorter, uh-huh. and the sun is going down sooner. And yes. our friend, we have a mutual friend, Dave. Yes, Dave was yes. remarking about this constantly. Yes, 
right? About yes, Over about the, the last. Well, we're recording ever this, since the summer equinox. In that's fact. it, and we're recording this during the summer um, right now. So that, and we've gone past the equinox thus, or, or the solstice rather. Is um, it a solstice or an yeah? Equinox? No, the equinox is is fall and autumn. The they're equal days, equal oh, day and night. Yes, that's right. And then the solstice, there's the winter and the summer solstice, and the summer solstice is the beginning of summer in the northern hemisphere, and it is um, late June. So we, at this stage, when we're recording this, we've gone past that. So all our days are getting shorter and shorter. And Dave has a great deal of depression over this. And and and, and he passed that on to me and to everyone mm. that he <laughs> wanted around to him. remind. Yep. Even though you're in th- in the thrall of the 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 blush of summer, yes. where everything is blooming and bursting and and just coming apart with love and color. Be not deceived. The days are getting shorter. <laughs> They're getting darker. <laughs> and soon we're going to be soon, like if, like six months from now, we'll be in the middle of this of this cold. And six dark months from now, summer. we'll be in the glorious time when the days are getting longer again. Oh, yeah. See, that's and it'll the be other just side. unbelievably wonderful. Although the temperature <laughs> will be somewhere in the vicinity of seventy degrees and cooler, it, and it will be dark at four o'clock in the right. afternoon. <laughs> so, how does this relate to my Reykjavik shirt? Well, I don't have a. Idea. <laughs> you may ask. Well, you may ask. I may ask. I wouldn't have chosen to, but so, let's go with it. When anyway. I was in Iceland, yeah. I, I was there in... Uh, see, now that's an interesting thing, visiting Iceland. Toward right? the end of December. Oh, ooh, Mid-December. My goodness. When the sun truly did not come up until mm. almost 11 o'clock in the morning, and uh-huh. would start to go down again around 2, 2.30. Wow. And so you had a window of about three hours to see everything there was to see outdoors in Reykjavik. Yes. I was not depressed, by the way. You cannot be depressed in Iceland. It, okay. Iceland is a fantastic place. Okay. Whether you're there in the winter and it's dark most of the time or whether you're there in the summer when it, it, the reverse, right? Right. So right now in, in Iceland, I'm thinking, well, I'm not going to get myself depressed thinking about how dark and dismal it's going to be so soon after the solstice. Right. Rather, I'm going to think about the fact that in Iceland, in fact, it is, it is bright and sunny almost at, at midnight. In the right now, right this, now, when, during the summer, the actual summer, it is is bright almost the entire entire day. You, you do see the sun. Go, it, it goes hours. it goes down. It r- dips right around right? now. It dips and it gets a little like sunset, mm-hmm. but then it starts to come up again. Like, nah, I don't want to go down. Right, right. <laughs> I think I want to go down, but nah, I'm going to come back up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, well, and in the winter when I was there, it was just the opposite. It's like, oh, I don't want to come up. No, please don't make me come up. And it comes up and it falls down again. Sure. Fast. And and there's people anywhere located in the upper northern hemisphere who can relate to what you're talking about, I'm sure. In Canada, in Alaska, in in this other in the Scandinavian countries and across northern Russia and all those areas. It, there's there's areas in there that the um that our listeners in those areas right now are probably nodding and realizing what you're saying is true. Do you think they would agree with you that there isn't, because of this situation, that there isn't a, a certain level of depression they have to be aware of? Well, you know, I, I'm really not depressed, but but it made me think of that. And every time I think of what Dave said, it made me, made me depressed. Thank you very much, 
Dave for that depression Dave for that realization <laughs> <laughs> that even though we're in the full blush of summer it's really the news is not very good it's not good it's, it's not all good. moving toward a black but hole. let's ask I mean if we have listeners in who are experiencing full summer right now in the Nordic regions yes um, how are you feeling is this is this making you ebullient and and drunk with summer or is and crazy for love and crazy for love there you go um, or is this, uh, or are you in full depression mode realizing that it's all downhill from here? I mean, let's find out. <laughs> let's, let's find out. Yeah. Now, look, the, the idea of being on an island and being, in that case, being very far north, culturally, it has to have influences where, where you're located and what the weather's like and whether this thing, this sun in the sky stays up all day or, or goes away and, and you barely see it anymore. It has to have cultural impact, right? Well, see, and that goes to the question we're asking the listeners, if you're in that region, because I, I think the intuitive knee-jerk reaction that I would have not being there would be that when the sun shines, you feel better, and when it's dark all the time, you get depressed. Right. But I may be wrong. Maybe that is not the way sure. um, the reaction goes. You know, Although there's been this, this old, I, I think it's more of a, an urban legend than a truth about uh, suicide rates going up, right. and being very high in Scandinavia, right? And because it's supposedly dark and people get depressed, but I don't think that's true. I don't think. Those, well, that's those, probably something we could look up. Correct. Uh, whether the suicide rates are higher in the in the winter in Scandinavia and Iceland and places like or that, or that it has the highest if only suicide we had rate in the world. I'm not sure. Available to to hey. actually look something up. What? Hey, what? What about Torin? Hey. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Come out from under the blanket and uh, oh, okay, okay. Can can you look this up and see if that is an, just an urban legend or is that a truth that Scandinavia uh, that Sweden has the highest uh, suicide rate in the world? Yeah, let me take a look. I'm, All I, right, I think that's. I don't think that's. And whether true, or not, I'm it's, not sure well, it's even related to the issue of uh, right. daylight and and such. Even if they have that, does it vary? from season to season because they're so happy for so many other reasons anyway well, they should be that i think it counterbalances or they have maybe a great even country with great people and everybody looks gorgeous well the whole idea you know in in the cultural phenomenon of hygge you know mm -hmm. in denmark and denmark's part of scandinavia and they share many similar absolutely similar and i think you're gonna have to explain similar... that one to most of our so listeners. so it's a very popular concept right now Including um me. Where it's the idea of making cozy, being happy by making cozy. Okay. So, you know, some simple pleasures like uh, having a nice warm set of slippers and on a cold evening by okay. the fireplace. Hmm. Like my puppy slippers. Right, right. Talk, talk Way about. back at the beginning yeah. of all this. Yeah. Um, which listeners who may not have listened to our first or second episode may not be aware. Why but, not? But, but should definitely be intrigued enough to now. I take think a they look. were in episode three. You need to know about my puppy slippers. Yes. this is important stuff. Uh, no, it's absolutely important. It's a form of hygge, which is—I'm not sure I'm pronouncing that correctly—but okay. it's the best I can do with the Danish that I don't have. Okay, and, good. And. And it's a, I could it's a I could use a Danish right now actually. Even see even a Danish yes is a form of of herga because it makes you feel good. Yeah, absolutely. When do they show up? <laughs> <laughs> so it's this idea that you know you can be. I think Denmark on a on some sort of scale like the UN comes out with these things like mm -hmm. the happiest country in the world. Okay, yep. I think is Denmark. 
And the second happiest country is maybe Sweden. Yeah, I I, I want to say that Finland so how was can in they there have, at well, one point. Or maybe Finland's. Yeah. Up, although Finland yeah. is not technically part of Scandinavia. Understood. That doesn't make it out of the running for being happiest country. However, to be correct, given the nature of our podcast here, we should make it clear that Finland is part of the Nordic region. Right. Although it is not considered part of Scandinavia. Scandinavia. Right is typically Norway, Sweden, Denmark, Iceland. Now, but is that a political association or is that an actual geographic association? Actually, it's it's cultural geographic. Okay. Scandinavia, Sweden, Denmark, Norway share cultural similarities. The, the languages have the same root. Right. Uh, they have a nor they 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 have a uh, a Viking tradition. Mm-hmm. You know, the cultures come out of the whole Viking thing. Okay. Right? Uh which is why they like to, you know, do all these Viking sort of things. Yeah. <laughs> the Viking sort of thing. Yep. You can quote me on that one. Okay. Right? Uh, and <laughs> I won't have to. Everybody heard you say it. <laughs> but Finnish culture uh, is different. Yeah, yeah. It's different. Finns don't have a, a Viking tradition. Okay. They, they The people in Finland actually migrated into that region from Central Asia. Uh-huh. And uh, the language is completely different. It's Finno-Ugric. Okay. It's not related to the other Scandinavian languages. And in fact, it's closer to Estonian and Hungarian. Ah, so drifting south, that direction, they're more associated with that because they're they're right along with that's Russia right on their that's border, right. right? And so I would think they might trend to be influenced greatly by that. That's that's correct. So one is facing Northern east, Russia. one is facing yes. west, and interestingly, in Europe, you've got these three countries speaking related languages, mm-hmm. just as you have in Scandinavia, Denmark, Sweden. And Norway, yes. speaking a related Scandinavian-rooted language, okay. you have in Finland, Estonia, and Hungary, mm-hmm. these three different languages, but they're all related as Finno-Ugric, whose base is actually from Central Asia. Okay. And okay. here's the thing that blows my mind. All right. I'm, I'm prepared for the mind-blowing. people who yep. Yep. moved west yes. in, into Finland, Estonia, and what is today, Hungary. Uh-huh also moved east around the same time okay into what is today korea and there are words in wow. korean that are similar to words in european finno-ugric huh isn't that I, i'm that speechless. is pretty fascinating i'm yeah. speechless yeah which is a rare thing well you're not actually you just continue to talk um <laughs> we can't seem to stop you it's however i have to admit that's pretty cool that's um that's pretty interesting yeah so where does Iceland fit into all of this? I don't know. That's kind of what you're here for. <laughs> <laughs> so Iceland is a Nordic culture. Uh-huh. And the language there, again, Scandinavian rooted, Norwegian, actually, because right. the Vikings came. They sailed into Iceland, right? Yeah. Right. Now, I don't know if when the Vikings came to Iceland um, that they actually encountered other peoples. I think it was a deserted island. I may be wrong here. Okay. And again, something torrent, do you think? It's possible that we could find out when the Vikings got to Iceland. He's kind of disappeared on us, so I'm I'm <laughs> expecting that he's out gathering at incredible point, amounts at some of point. information. Incredible. Most of which I don't have any clue what we've asked him at this point. But but that's all right. He'll remember. Did the Vi- did the Vikings just take over this deserted island? Yes. Or is it was it was Iceland Iceland deserted before the Vikings arrived? 
his base or did they have to conquer an, an existing indigenous people and i his, don't think so yeah yeah but i but i may be but here's the thing oh this is Iceland. Is this the thing now? Because I thought a, we had the a, thing it, earlier. It, there are so many this, things. That was the mind-blowing thing? Maybe this is something different. There are so many things. In fact, in okay. Iceland, there is an alt thing. Say what? An alt thing. Okay. There, like I said, there's so many things. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The alt thing is the world's oldest parliament. Oh, that's that's interesting. And it's situated in Iceland, the remnants of the original one are situated on a chasm outside of Reykjavik mm-hmm. where all the the people at the time would come together yeah. and vote on everything. Right. I mean, right. if you wanted, you know, an apple orchard next to you or something, well, they didn't have apple orchards there, but, but whatever it was. Didn't have time to grow apples. You'd bring it up at the parliament and there it would be decided. Okay. In this, uh, this seismic chasm. That yeah. you can visit, and, and it represents the you continental mean just a divide. Ge- a geographic, a geologic, a geologic location, a geologic where location. the where okay. the European plate meets the North American plate. Okay, so isn't that that's such a metaphor? Really right? interesting, yeah, cultural metaphor, and that's and it where meets the it there beneath where, Iceland, beneath Iceland, and that's where huh. the world's first parliament. Okay. Met. And it's continued to meet there? I, I, no, I don't think they're meeting there now. They, well, what's to, up with that? I, I mean, come I think, on. I think they have a building in Reykjavik now that they're doing oh, wow. it. Wow. They've, so they've gone, they've wimped out on they, us. They tents from the ninth century. They, they yeah. got rid of those things. But, <laughs> but, but, come on, suck it up. Get out there. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and, it's call, and it's called in Icelandic, it's called the Ald thing. Oh, all right. Okay. Yeah, so that's the thing. It's, so here's the thing. <laughs> are the, you up? To, are you are you really good with your Icelandic? Can we can we be can we count on your pronunciation? Absolutely not. Okay, great. <laughs> not not Excellent. that at all. Like I said, my Danish is not there, and, right. and so my 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 your my Icelandic Scandinavian is, is, is no, not great. My either. Danish isn't there. My Icelandic isn't going to be there. Okay. Well, all right. Yeah, but here's the thing about it. What's but that? Here's the thing. Yes. That I was referring to before <laughs> the all, before this the all is, thing, and now the all thing is not the thing. Not but the this thing. is another thing. This is the, the, this and, is the thing I meant before. This is the pre all thing thing that I was mentioning. It, okay, so now current thing proceed. Yeah, well, it's not the current thing; it's the pre all thing thing. Oh, the pre all thing thing. Okay, okay, we've clarified the designation. Now, please, please, we're begging you. Please, <laughs> this better be good too. What is it? Because it is the thing. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. What am I talking uh, about? Let's see if Torrance found anything for us here. <laughs> no, here's it. I, okay. I oh, he's g- you're going to say it? Okay. All right. In Icelandic, yeah. the name of the country is not Iceland. See, what is it? it? It's been mistaken in English as Iceland because it's in the north and it's icy and all that. Right. But it, that isn't it. It's the anglicization of the Icelandic word for island. Uh-huh. I S L A N D mispronounced as Iceland. Okay. Interesting. Right? So it's not a land that's, you know, always covered in ice. In mm-hmm. fact, Greenland mm-hmm. right next door mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is covered from far more ice, a much more, much larger, you know, grander island. But the green in, in any of this region, there's going to be more green found in in Iceland than in Greenland. Sure. Well, if I'm, tell me if I'm wrong, and, and I'm sure you will, but it, I believe Greenland was called Greenland so that it would get people to go there. 
Well, there was no other reason to go? There, there, <laughs> no pubs? Well, because, but when you showed up, they kind of went, okay, we lied about the green. And <laughs> <laughs> but then it was too late. Right. You're going to get back on that ship. Because get out of there. Right. There's no <laughs> way that was happening. another four months. All right, we'll stay. On the North Atlantic going home. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say this sounds like a good time for a break. We'll be right back. Okay, listen, the way to get hold of us is oopscultureshow at gmail.com. And our Twitter handle is oopscultureshow. Whether this is the first episode or the third episode or whatever episode that you've listened to, if you're still listening at this point, I think you might like this. And if you do, you should really subscribe. Because if you subscribe, these things will just show up for you and you can listen to them whenever you want to. That's the best way to go, really, honestly. I know what I'm talking about. All right, so just subscribe through iTunes or through wherever you get your podcasts from. But do it today, okay? Subscribe. Thank you. Um, okay, so so where are we torn with the uh, with the first thing we had you looking up there? Well, so I can I can hit on both of your uh, questions pretty quickly. All right, um, is this the pre all thing thing thing, or is it the? I think I think we're looking at suicide rates. <laughs> This is suicide, which, which, um, which may go up with this podcast. By the way, um, according to the World that's not Health something to joke about, and I apologize for that. According to the World Health Organization, their 2015 list of suicide rates, Sweden is number. Um, if number one is the highest rate, Sweden is number 46 of 183 countries. See, so it's, it's definitely right not there the in the highest. middle. Okay, right there in um, the middle. USA is number 48, so right around the same. Oh, oh interesting. Area. Okay, um, Iceland is number 65. Oh, see, so, okay. The Scandinavian Nordic countries okay. are actually at the much same happier. time. But yeah, but no, that's that's really. Do, do you have anything that tells us whether it alters depending no. on the time of the year? I, I don't. Well, what good are you? I mean, because <laughs> it's because it um, spikes as soon as the sun goes down on December twenty first. <laughs> that's it. People just can't. That's it. They're done. They can't handle that. Um, and to get to your second question. Um, it is believed that Iceland was occupied by Irish uh, Gaelic monks in around 600, 700 uh, common era. And then Vikings came in in the year 874. And they, as far as I know, there were not people before those monks, but they're also not quite certain. So. But do the monks count? I mean, what, there were three monks. Well, I think that well, to the monks, you yeah. d- they did. There were three monks sitting there doing transcriptions and illuminations, of, and, and they couldn't do it in the dark. <laughs> so for half the year, they didn't do it. No, probably. Well, they, I think right. they sat with a candle, probably, and because mm-hmm. that's what monks do, don't they? I mean, come on, they sit with a candle. And then the enlightened Vikings came in. Yes, <laughs> took care of, took care of those three monks fast. I'm, I'm sure that was quick. Yeah, <laughs> and um, <laughs> I'm sure the monks put up one heck of a resistance really? in the midst of all of that. Would you like some mead? Which yeah, and gone. <laughs> um, but with the exception of the three Gaelic monks that were somewhere in Iceland, right. when the Vikings came, it was a it was an as uninhabited. Far as far as Torin can find out, and he's a um, he is the chief source of knowledge. And and the, and, and the only and the internet <laughs> and, 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 a, and a little a, bit of the internet, yes, and, but, and a totally valid source of information. completely valid, <laughs> completely oh, yeah. valid. No, I'm just this is not Wikipedia, people, yeah. right? Yeah. Right, uh, during his time, yeah. um, mm-hmm. sleeping outside in, in, in Iceland for under my many blankets. years. <laughs> right? <laughs> that's, that's very scary. Um, okay. Well, um, when I was in Iceland, of course, like you, you have to do with whenever you travel to any new culture, you've got to try the, the local foods. Uh-huh. And we were talking about food We've in, talked uh, in food a previous quite a bit episode, but I yep. don't think we mentioned 
this the, the treat that one has when one goes to Iceland. What and what is that? Fermented shark. Fermented a- a- shark. Actually, rancid shark. Okay. Rancid. First and, of and all, I found a bit of it in the back of my fridge just this morning. So actually. it's super rancid. Super rancid. <laughs> we kept some, brought it back. Yeah. Just right. to, to to what what is what is the larger version of rancid? Ranciter. Uh, Ranciter. Okay. Rance. Ranciter. Isn't that a town in Minnesota? I believe. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, when. Um, okay. Do you think wearing the Reykjavik uh, T-shirt helped you it, find it? It in, put me in the mood. In the back? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Right. So first of all, I'm thinking these these are fishermen in Iceland. It's not striking me as the place that sharks would hang out. Whoa. But these sharks. These, these, are, these, these are, are like Viking cold water sharks. sharks. These, these are, are Viking, Viking sharks. Viking sharks. <laughs> do they have the horns sticking out of their head? Oh, yes. They do. <laughs> oh, yes. See, yeah. I knew I could count on you for accurate information. <laughs> Unlike other sharks, where you yeah. see them in the water because of the fin. Yeah. No, these have two big horns. The two horns yeah, coming out, one horns. on either side. That's right. Uh huh. And <laughs> and they do the Viking clap, I believe. <laughs> when when there's more than one of them together. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of useless by yourself. Um, uh, but se- seriously, this is a. Uh, a <laughs> Why start a, now? A, a delicacy. <laughs> Okay, so it's a delicacy. This rancid sarg. Now, why is it rancid? I think it's. I think it was. Or maybe the somebody put this over on you, and they the saw result, an American coming. That, that maybe. Yeah. This is the result of of an effort to to preserve it. So you you, you kill it the failed shark. miserably. <laughs> <laughs> but you eat it anyway. Eat it. Just eat it. Eat it anyway. Come on. What could be? What you could, got what this could whole go wrong? You killed, and it's got to last the winter or right. a few months. Where right. you're, you're not going to waste it. Didn't any do of it. such a great job, so we tried it. Right, and it turned out the thing is, you're going out and getting blasted every Friday night in Reykjavik anyway. Okay, so that's going to sustain you. Right, it at least enables you to eat the shark. In the midst of this, I was going to say, that's the time to eat the shark. Right. Man, I now, have to say, uh, my level of admiration for people who could hold their liquor on a Friday night. Was really they now? Do we think that the, the bar was set? Okay. In do we think that Absolutely. the that the sun, the things that the sun does up there, because of being at a at a northern latitude of of such level, that 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 you that mean would a latitudinous be, level of latitude? Absolutely. All right. I guess. And with that being that way, do you think that sun or lack thereof would? would draw more people into a pub on a Friday night um, to say, let's let's christen the weekend. Here. Well, see, Tom, this is the thing. I mean, I think we have to, whatever we say, we have to be very specific in these cultures. Um, are we talking about in the winter or the summer? Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm asking you. You know, are the suicide rates different in the... Uh, right? what I'm, I, that's uh, what we asked Torn, and he failed miserably <laughs> to report on that. Okay, so let me move out of Iceland for a bit here because you mentioned other areas. I, By the I, way, England and Ireland are also islands. Island, yes. There yes, you go. Right. Well, let me just make one other comment about Iceland. And I then, knew and you'd then do this. If we, you know, I, if I had not said that, then you wouldn't have any more comments. Well, because we were talking, I, I was thinking of this as I mentioned in Icelandic, the name yes. of the country, the island, but it's not. Island, but yeah, it's right, Iceland, okay. yes. So it, it made me think of... I don't think there are many words in English that have been borrowed from Icelandic. Okay. The only one that I can think of is geyser. And I they know have a that lot of geysers I- on Iceland. Well, correct? that's it because they sit on the 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 
it's the result of the European and the North American plates coming Meaning. together. Sure. Right there. And so there's, there's thermo, uh, thermodynamics on okay. this island. There's still volcanoes that are erupting. You know, a very and, volcanic island, yes. And they have so much heat from under the ground. Mm-hmm. There's so much, uh, not thermonuclear, but you know, thermodynamic heat that everyone in Iceland's home is heated. Geothermically. F- geothermically. I believe that's Isn't the correct that phrase. Incredible? I could be wrong, but I believe that's correct. Isn't that amazing? And the, because of that, they are so advanced in their concepts of green. Mm-hmm. Um, there are plug-in stations for electric cars in Reykjavik, mm. all up and down the streets. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, recycling, they've been doing it f- for, for because they ha- Where are you going to put stuff? These are very, very conscious and um, I- I- incredibly aware people. 300,000 people, the whole entire population. Yeah. And they all are, in one way or another, related to each other at some point. And, and this is also an interesting place where people's last names in the same family yes. are different. Ah. Because you're named... Because everybody would be named one name, basically, at this stage. Well, yeah, that, that's probably part of the reason for, for this. But um, the traditions of, is that the, these cultures have maternal lines as well as paternal lines, as all cultures do. Right. But, but the role of these lines are slightly different. So that if, for example, there's a son and a daughter in the same family, they're mm-hmm. siblings, right? Mm-hmm. The son's last name, the family name might be Peter's son, mm-hmm. but the daughter's last name would be Peter's daughter. I see. Okay. And that now they have versions of that in in certainly in other countries as well, where you get those that they'll maybe add an A at the end of the name, That's different right. things like that. That's right. And so but they do that in Iceland. Huh? Yeah, That's okay. Yeah. yeah. So so your 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 name, your family name doesn't go on. Right, right, because or, it or alters, given it in alters this case, as soon because as, of sex. Yeah, sure. So your gender. Gender, yes. Right, right. And, okay. All right. Now, are, are, are you done with that? I'm, and we don't have you to leave Iceland. You did want to move on to another well, island. Well, I was trying to get to something interesting. We are island hopping here. <laughs> we're, we're moving from island to island. We are we are island hopping, and I'm I'm jumping to, what was the other one you wanted? Was it Malta? Oh, well, I, well, I, my Malta t-shirt was yeah. right underneath my Reykjavik t-shirt. See, I'm trying t-shirt. to pick this sucker up off of uh, the breadcrumbs <laughs> you left earlier, and, <laughs> and it's or not the, always or easy. The bits of rancid shark. That's right. It's probably time to take one last break. Got any questions for us? Well, if you do, there's a couple of ways to get hold of us. First of all, on email, our email address is oopscultureshow at gmail.com. And our handle on Twitter is oopscultureshow. Pretty clever, huh? So talk to us. Okay, so Malta. What strikes you about Malta? Because we've gone over with Iceland. What impacted you the ah, most well, about Malta? You know what? It, here's I, here's the thing. And they wait. Hold on. There's uh, hold on. <laughs> there's a trumpets. Oh, wait, trumpets and flourishes, please. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> um, <laughs> this there's, is the thing again. This is the post all thing thing, thing because thing, from because, the pre. All thing thing. The pre all thing thing was for Iceland. The post right. all thing thing is it's from Malta. Malta. Okay. Even though they didn't have an all thing in Malta. The, no, well, they don't need to at that point because we're posting the Icelandic all thing. Yes. 
Okay. <laughs> Do you have any idea what you were going to say? No. I'm oh, great. <laughs> it's no, sort of like the cat with the laser ser- pointer, ser- you know? It's similar, just <laughs> because the the language developed on on this island significantly uninvolved or uh, unbothered by, untouched by too many outside influences for a long, long time. Malta has been not influenced. So you can look at Icelandic, Uh and it hasn't changed very, very much. Okay. From the original Icelandic that was used in the writing and the creation of the sagas. You're talking about language now, or are you talking about the overall culture? uh, Well, both. Okay. Okay. And similarly, in Malta, the language there was created by the influence of many, many other cultures, but it's never been changed that much where it became any of those other cultures and the maltese language and it is a separate language mm-hmm. is was created by the influence of arabic italian turkish uh, all of the civilizations that passed through this little island in the su- in the southern mediterranean but it's the only language that is semitic and written in a latin script hmm so like really? he, like hebrew like arabic that's not a latin script mm. but maltese is right okay because of the influence of the europeans right and the european uh, on the development of the maltese language and the development of the maltese script okay all right wow that is that's in, that's really interesting so okay. on this little island heavily influenced by all these other cultures and then there's iceland on this little island not influenced by these other cultures. right right now, we've got a real difference in climate in Malta from Iceland. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Having it, been to both, I would say yes. You were you were in Iceland in December. Do you remember when you were in Malta? Uh, in April. In April. Okay, okay. Was it considerably warmer than it was when you were in Iceland? Yes. Okay, so we've answered the question. <laughs> and... <laughs> um, it was lovely. People go there for a Mediterranean experience. You, yeah, you sit out on the in a cafe or at the waterfront. It's lovely. Yeah, great. You're. This is not to say that there aren't cafes in Reykjavik. There are, uh-huh. but you can't sit out in them most of the time. If you sit out, you may sit out for the rest of of time. Yes, actually, that's very true. <laughs> Some future generation can dig in you out. In the summer, in the high summer, you. you can enjoy yourself outside, of course. Right. But Malta's going to have extended seasons where, where you're out there. Yes. Because it's, it's much it, warmer weather. That's right. And it's influenced mm-hmm. a great deal by the warmer sea that it's located in also. That's right. It's not out in, in an ocean. That's right. Um, so all of those factors come into play. It's really we, off the coast of Af- of North Africa. Right. Okay. And it's, so it's it's a... And therefore, that the it's going to be a much clo- climate closer to North Africa. That's right. And and so you're going to have that that warmness, but you're going to have the humidity and dampness from the waters around it. That's right. Okay. So you you we have now all of those factors come into play as to which direction a culture is going to go in. Yes, and 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 the history also affects the development of the culture and the temperament of the people. Yeah. These folks are the result of, but also have endured 
the influence and historically that means the attacks and the conquer and the being conquered by so many other peoples so many times mm-hmm. that there is this interesting from at least from the perspective of the u.s american who uh, that is who i am mm-hmm. i i found very interesting in that there is this initial sense of formality mm-hmm. where i don't let myself too open to the to the stranger mm-hmm. to the one i don't know uh but certainly once we get to know each other then we can become quite warm mm-hmm. and and i noticed this i can't say it was a certainly not not a coldness or a distance nothing like that the maltese are not like that like one might encounter in other cultures when first meeting someone for the first time okay but a certain formality is the way that i would put it a certain resistance to becoming too casual too fast with someone i don't know okay Uh, you're the outsider you're not of our island you're not of our tribe speaking in cultural tribal terms and so the acceptance the immediate acceptance the open embrace that one might find in in ultimately other cultures wasn't yep. there okay and that was interesting because for me i the signals i was getting because of the weather and yes. because of the architecture and because of the influence of in this case so much of italian culture yeah because it's just south of italy and and the maltese history being so connected to the vatican right so that all of these sensory impressions I was getting, it led me to the incorrect conclusion that I should expect Italian behavior, yeah. Italian welcoming, Italian openness from the perspective of the U.S. American who understands Italian culture from the, from the Southern Italian immigration experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, as opposed to remembering that if there was an Italian influence here, it was Roman. Yep. It wasn't. It wasn't Sicilian, yeah. although S- the Sicilians did influence Malta, um, and it came from from northern Italy, not necessarily only southern Italy. Mm-hmm. So that it was much more formal, mm-hmm. and because there there were so many other cultural influences that determined the Maltese temperament and personality beyond just the influence of the Italians. And continued to do so into the 20th century. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Because the the Second World War certainly had an impact on it. Tremendous. It became a battlefield. Right. Yes. And much of Malta was destroyed Mm -hmm. um, during during World War II. Right. Well, that's all we have time for. (laughs) Yes. Uh, and I'm I'm only sort of kidding. We're uh, we're getting to the end of it here, but we, so we're going to have to get back to Malta because this sounds like a great. Place Everybody should go to Malta. It's fascinating. It's influenced by Arab culture, Turkish, Italian. It, it's mm. a quite remarkable place. Wow! And I'm from everything I know about it, a very beautiful place. Now is so is the language Maltese? It is Maltese. Uh huh. And it is a Semitic language and the... written, however, with Latin letters. Right. Right. How does that influence the story of the Maltese Falcon? Oh, that's a that's another podcast. We had, I think we. Have, <laughs> I think the answer actually is not at all. <laughs> I, I believe there is no such thing as the Maltese Falcon. I don't. I, I truly don't know it. if there is or not. I, think I, I that, don't think, I think there that is. was. I think it was a, a story, a fiction yes. based on the historical experience of the Knights of Malta. Right. 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 Now the Knights of Malta. When the when the Vatican was a powerful political force in in Europe and in the Mediterranean, the Knights of Malta were the armed forces, so to speak, of mm-hmm. the Vatican. Right, and right. for the Crusades, 
they came and they did a lot of the fighting on behalf of Christianity right. to reclaim the Holy Land. And of course, I'm putting all of this in quotes mm-hmm. from the Muslims. Right. Sometimes the, they were Turks and other times they were other Muslims, but, but from the Muslims. So they were a political and military force, independent, funded right. by the Vatican. Right. And they were, in fact, once Napoleon... Jumping ahead many centuries now, Mm -hmm. once Napoleon took over much of Europe, they were basically kicked out of Malta. Mm -hmm. And the Knights of Malta then had to reestablish themselves elsewhere. And the Pope eventually gave them their location, which is essentially in an apartment house in a lovely central neighborhood in Rome. Mm. And you can find them there today still. Yeah. As a sovereign state. Wow. The sovereign state of the Knights of Malta Mm. is basically an apartment house in Rome. They are not on the island of Malta anymore. Right. Okay. that's where they were when they did their business in the Crusades. Interesting. Okay. Well, it has been a while. So, but they're, and they're still there. You can knock on the door. Uh Uh-huh. And if, and if they're open, you can go in and you can get your passport stamped. Excellent. Not in Malta. In, in no, the, no, in in the, in, in Rome, Rome, in the apartment where right. where they are, right. in a, a sovereign country. It's is, in is Dan Rome. Brown living there with with them? I'm right sure now? Dan is. Yeah. is in, yeah. Uh, yeah. If you're out there, Dan, and you're listening, he, or if anyone knows Dan, have him give us a, he, a contact. Us. He, he probably got a, you know a, a visa forever. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he did. Yeah, because we we'd love Dan to come in and talk to us about Malta and 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 those other influences there too because I'm sure he's not busy writing a book or anything. So, um, yeah, we're going to wrap this puppy up, and we're going to come back. I'm going to try to influence Dean and Torn with my idea of uh, sex and culture, so uh, we may do that the next episode. So if I were you... How can I walk away from that? I don't know. How can but, anybody walk away from uh, that? They, well, they shouldn't. They should be tuning into the How next podcast. How can there be a listener who wouldn't want to hear about culture and sex? I... <laughs> I don't, I I don't have an answer for that. I'm, I except the three monks in Ireland who were kicked well, out. Well, they when the they Vikings had a lot came. of problems a long time ago. Yes, we'll see you. I'm Tom Peterson still, along with my good friend Dean Foster and a man of as today's podcast exhibited, man of an unending knowledge of cultures around the world and especially on little islands that are different he, and similar in some other ways. In other ways, there's also our producer Torrent. He's still under the blanket over in the corner, and he seems to be quite happy over there. Maybe we'll let him out for the next podcast. Tune in for that also. Thank you to all of you out there listening. Once again, this is Oops, Your Culture's Showing. Oops, it is indeed. (laughs) Smell ya. Just want to bother you one last time to say we're a brand new podcast here at Oops, Your Culture's Showing, and we could really use your help by subscribing to the podcast. And not to mention that if, if you hung around this long and, and you liked what you heard, well, this makes it just easier for you to get the podcast. They'll pop up for you whenever they're released, so you can listen to them on your phone or your computer or however you listen to them. And it's easy to get, too. Just Subscribe using iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts from. It really isn't hard, and we could really use your support. So, from all of us here at Oops, Your Culture's Showing, thanks.
stigmas around mental health were designed to hold us down, but we don't have to let them. If you're struggling, text or call 988 to connect with a trained crisis counselor who won't judge, just listen. 988 Suicide and Crisis Lifeline. Hope has a new number.